Hiya folks, you're very welcome and thank you for joining the Jason Joyce Health Podcast. Do you feel like you're running through life constantly switched on and trying your best to be that bit healthier, that bit happier? This constant pressure can lead to overwhelming feelings of stress, anxiety and burnout. You may just feel lost or disconnected. My aim is to help you slow down and take stock of what is truly important to you in your life. What nurtures your soul? Through stories and honest conversations with people from different walks of life. My hope is that this podcast will help educate, entertain, challenge and inspire you in all areas of health and happiness. I'm Jason Joyce. It's time to stop running and start living. I absolutely loved recording this episode with June. June is a warrior and she shares with us her story and how she has turned the biggest tragedy in her life to one of her strengths for helping other people. We talk about the healing benefits of the sea and how you can change your mindset to be a lot stronger, one full of kindness, compassion and gratitude. Sit back and enjoy this epic episode. Hiya June, you're very welcome and I'm very honoured to have you on today's podcast. Yeah, I followed Thank your... you so much Jason. Thank you. I followed your story over Instagram over the last few months and it's honestly, it's been a pleasure. So you're very welcome. I'd thank like you. I'm just, delighted to be interviewed by you. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks. I'd like to just start about um, who you are and your story and how this Navi Sasta has been born. Great. In August 2013, I lost my beloved husband to suicide. At the time, my children were five and nine. And um, I suppose our whole world in an instant, our world as we knew it was turned upside down. And um, the years that followed proved very difficult. My children were very young and I put all my time and energy into looking after my children. I suppose I was almost of the assumption that if my children were okay, I would be okay. But I had come to neglect myself, unfortunately. And about 18 months ago, I was suffering very badly from stress and anxiety. I had tried everything. I had tried uh, walking. I had tried the gym. I had tried yoga. I had tried mindfulness. I had tried lots of different things, but nothing seemed to be working. And I live by the sea. I was looking out at the ocean one day. I was sitting in the Armada Hotel having coffee, looking out at the ocean, the same sea I had looked out at all my life. And I said to my mom, God, maybe I'll go for a swim tomorrow. And there was only one slight problem, I suppose, Jason, I can't swim. So that was the only obstacle. But at this stage, for me, it was sink or swim. So I decided I'd go for a swim the following morning, which I did at nine o'clock. And I felt amazing. I just felt like the weight of the world had been lifted from my shoulders. It's almost like you go into the sea and you leave your worries on the shoreline. And I just felt so good almost like I could take on anything that came at me that day. And I knew that if I felt this good, I wanted others to feel what I did. So I set up an Instagram page called at Snowy Sauce to Happy Swimmers. And I invited people to join me. And on day two, there were two of us, which was great. I had a lovely local woman from Spanish Point, Mary, who joined me. And then on for Snobby Sosta's first birthday, there were 700 people who had traveled from all over Ireland to join me for a swim. That's unbelievable. So from two to yeah. 700 in a year. 
Yeah, so it yeah, it's grown rapidly, I suppose. Word is spreading probably. Um, I'm probably promoting positive mental health and well-being because that's something I'm passionate about. And I have an Instagram page with nearly 13,000 followers now. And uh, it's all very positive and very uplifting because I know social media can be a very scary place sometimes, but we keep it very positive and very uplifting. You mentioned social media and how it can be really, really powerful, influential in a positive way. You've really grasped that. Yes, I have, because, you know, it can be one or the other, I suppose. But personally, for me, I try to focus on the positives and I practice gratitude an awful lot. Um, I'm very grateful for what I have. And I try not to think about all the things I haven't because I'm very lucky. I suppose I was spared my two children and I have great family and great support. And I have a great community of swimmers who share the water with me every day. And that's good. So there is no negativity on our Instagram page. It's positivity all the way and uplifting. And I say to people, if you feel inclined to want to send a negative message or to say something, I said, unfollow, move on. I just don't want it on my page. Excellent. You mentioned like kind of something I'll ask about your, your purpose, positive mental health and well-being. Would that be one of your main purposes for you? Yeah, absolutely. I suppose for me, when I got into the sea first, it was more the mental benefits rather than the physical because I was very stressed, suffering very badly from stress and anxiety. I had been given a prescription for um, anti-anxiety medication and very mild antidepressants. And I had the prescription about six months and I didn't want to go down the route of medication. It just, I didn't feel it was for me. Now, some people may need it and that's perfectly fine. But for me, I was trying to avoid that. So I wanted to find another way maybe. And I did. I found the sea and the healing powers of the sea are incredible. Anybody that swims will understand what I'm talking about. I think it's the immersion into the cold water. It brings you right back to reality. You don't have time to think of anything else, only what you're doing in the moment, which is really great. And the water is pretty cold this time of year. At the moment, I'm getting in twice a day. I get in at quarter past nine in the morning with the group. And I get in in the evening time at seven o'clock as well. Now, I'm not quite sure how long more I'll be able to keep going twice a day because it is getting colder, as I say. So it'll be getting harder to get in in the evening time. And it's getting dark earlier as well, of course. And how long are you staying in each time? We're staying in for about 10 minutes, probably. 10 to 15 minutes. I had a lovely couple join me last night. It was their first time joining me. And um, they were great fun. But he said to me, the gentleman said to me, how long do you stay in for? He was in about two minutes and he was frozen. And I said to him, just under an hour, I was joking. And he said to his girlfriend, geez, I'm not going to be able to stay in the water an hour. He said, I said, I'm only joking. We stay about 10 or 15 minutes. And he said, oh, thanks be to God. <laughs> oh, that's gas. Yeah. What day are you on now doing this? What number of day? Oh, well, I'm doing it 18 months. So whatever number of days that is, yeah. probably. I, I must calculate that, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm big into it now for the last three, three four years. And Are you? And where do you yeah. get in? Everywhere, like at the moment, I'm I'm going through a lake buzz. We're hopping into the lake, and it's freezing. 
And we're doing actually proper swimming now. And it's actually after getting so cold in the last two weeks. That's it. Okay. And I think for the winter time, I've noticed, I suppose, from last winter, it's the, um, if your head and feet are warm. So we sometimes double layer the hats in the winter time. We get the little surf booties that you buy in the surf shop. You can buy them online. Uh, the surf boots and the gloves, the boots, the gloves and the hat. And honestly, they're a game changer. I'm trying to hold off on those until November. So I'm still getting in just in my swimsuit and one hat. Yeah, the hats are a bit of a, a fashion statement. All right. You mentioned like when you hop in the sea, you're just immersed in cold water and you can't think. Yes. You're nearly forced to be present. That's it, benefits. you're in the present moment, yeah. And also you have to focus on one thing, your breath. That's it, you're breathing, yeah. Especially as the water gets colder, I suppose you have to practice the little bit of the breathing and that. But it's great, and I suppose getting in with a group as well makes it so much easier. Maybe you wouldn't be inclined to get in as much on your own. So getting in with a group is good. And, you know, the camaraderie, it's infectious, you know. You leave your problems at the shoreline. So obviously you mentioned you were stressed, you were anxious. There was a few things going on. What other benefits yes. have you had? So you, you have to focus on the here and now. You don't overthink. What are, and then you've you got your kind of camaraderie with your friends. What else is going on there? What other benefits are there? Well, I suppose it's you have something to look forward to every day. You know, I think sometimes having a routine is great. If you struggle a bit with anxiety or with stress, it's always good to have a routine and have something to look forward to. And I have to say, I go to bed at night and I'm, I really look forward to my swim the following morning. I'm already planning what color hat I'll wear. You know, what hat will I wear today or what swimsuit will I wear? And it just, you, ha- you have that sense of purpose every day. You have to get up, you have to go for your swim. They're waiting on you on the beach and it's great fun. We have a great laugh. And I think especially now with COVID and all this going on, we're so lucky that we have to see in our doorstep and that we can do this. Yeah, I totally agree. For someone who doesn't have that, for me, you get out, you just feel great. Your physiology even feels great. Your mental health feels great. Your emotion, you feel like, all right. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to get in. Like this morning, it's cold before you get in. You're standing around. We get in at quarter past nine and you're waiting for everybody to arrive and it's you're shivering and you're cold. but. You never regret. Once it's done, you never regret it. I have never regretted getting in for a dip anyway, no matter what the weather. You just feel so good after it. And if you think about it really, like it's such a hard task and you're doing it immediately in the morning. So yes, it's a hard task in the day. You've connected with other people. It's a bit of That's it's, right. it's nature. The benefits are endless nearly when you think about it. Well, I, I had a girl last week who did a round trip to do a swim with me last Friday, actually, this day last week at one o'clock in the afternoon. She wasn't comfortable getting in with the group. Um, she was suffering. She's in her final year in college and she was very stressed and anxious. And she was from the Monaghan Fermanagh border. So she did a seven hour round trip to get in for a swim with me at one o'clock. And she drove back afterwards. And she said that she just felt incredible. She was only sorry that she doesn't live closer so she could do it more often. But she said the difference it made to her 
That's that's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, a seven-hour round trip. Really young girl. Yeah. And I'm I'm a physiotherapist and I do a bit of psychology, a bit of health coaching as well. And I'm seeing that a lot more now. Like a lot of people are overwhelmed, they're anxious, they're stressed. Really how you felt, like just not looking after themselves. And that's right. What what advice like what because I, I seen you were giving a talk to transition years there recently. What advice do you give to young people like that? I suppose it's the the most important thing is if you're not feeling well is to talk to somebody. Find somebody that you can trust and lean on them and tell them how you're feeling. The bravest thing you can do is, in my opinion, is to own your story yeah. if you're struggling. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Let the people around you know how you're feeling. Choose your circle wisely. Great yeah. power and kindness and use this power to be the reason that somebody feels welcome, seen, valued, loved, supported. If you know somebody is not feeling well, talk to them. Just be a listening ear, non-judgmental, you know. How did you not give up? You were given anxiety meds, you are given antidepressants. Your world was consuming you. You, you don't have your husband. You're, you're looking after your children. How did you not just go, do you know what, I'm going to take these tablets, sit down. What, like what happened there? What was the shift? You're looking at the sea. It's always been there, but one day it was different to you. What was that shift for you? Yeah, I'm a fighter and I decided that it was sink or swim, like I said earlier. And I got up each day and I put one foot in front of the other and I have two children to think of. So I had no choice but to keep on going. I had to fight for them. And I knew that if I wasn't well, I wouldn't be able to care for my children properly. So mind my health as well as, I suppose, looking after my children. But I had to look after myself first in order to be able to look after my children. So I did. I started to concentrate more on me to get up a little bit earlier and do that morning swim. And I came home. I felt stronger. I felt more able to take on anything that came at me that day. Excellent. I suppose I see a lot of people who say to me, I don't have the time to exercise or prioritize their health, uh, their health. And I always go back to that, like you can't pour from an empty cup when you strengthen your relationship. Every other relationship is stronger. You have hit your pain point where you're like, I'm sink or swimmer. I can't do any more. And I suppose, you know, I always say you never know what anybody is dealing with anybody on a daily basis you could be standing right next to somebody and you've no idea what was what's going on with them because on the outside I looked perfectly fine you know I was I love my clothes and I love shopping and I'm always dressed up and I looked perfectly fine but on the inside I was struggling so badly it it was it was scary when I look back now you know I was in such a bad place I was so stressed and so anxious all the time. And how are you now? I'm great. Yeah, I, I since I found the sea, I've never looked back. Um, I suppose there isn't a single person, I always say this, on this planet that can navigate everything by themselves. You know, we all need a little bit of help sometimes. 100%. I was kind of just looking over your profile today and just looking at what made you different. And... The big thing that jumped out was your mindset. Um, and a few, yeah. there's five key, five key points that came out. Each day is a new day and to reflect on each day. 
gratitude, kindness, and compassion. That was that's what kind of really kind of bursts from you when I look at you, and I think that's why you're you're reaping what you sow because you're so compassionate towards others. You're very kind, and you're very grateful for the small things. Is that something you've always done? Probably more recently, I think you know. Um, and I say it to my children all the time when they're looking for the latest phone or the latest laptop and I say you need to learn to be happy with your lot and you'll always have enough you know because I think we're always looking for something new or the next best thing and you think that that will make you happy but in reality it doesn't you know um it's not always about how much you have it's about the people that are around you it's about being content with little and you'll always have more and I suppose surrounding yourself with um, the right people as well, with positive energy. Your mental well-being depends on it, in my opinion. Yeah, you mentioned that um, finding someone you trust to confide in. I think that's really important. It is, yeah. You just, I suppose, choose your circle wisely. It's not about having numerous friends. If you only have a few really close friends that you can lean on, you know, when you're in trouble. They'll be there for you in your darkest hour and your finest hour. And I, I said something recently when I was doing an interview to uh, with a group of students. I said, you know, if today's your day where you're struggling a little bit, reach out to someone and lean into them for support. And if today happens to be a good day for you, reach out to somebody in need and check in on them because we're all in this together, you know. Exactly. That's excellent, really, isn't it? Yeah, sure. How bad things are, and people have really bad days, and people are really struggling at the moment with COVID and with all this going on in the world. But I always say, after every dark night comes a glorious morning and a new day and new opportunities. So hang in there; it will get easier. It's not going to be like this forever, you know. I have a gratitude journal on my bedside table. And every night I write down three things that I'm grateful for that day, no matter how bad my day has been. And there are many bad days, um, but I write down three things I'm grateful for every night. And I just find I can rest a little easier sometimes. And I wake up feeling a little more positive as well, which is good. And no matter how bad your day is, there's always something to be grateful. You know, always something. I was actually going to ask you about that. What are you grateful for today? And I, I, every morning, I do two, t- three things I'm grateful for. And every evening, I put my three mini wins of the day. Because then... Very good idea. Of the week, you've got 21 things you're grateful for and 21 things you, you're mini wins. Great idea. And like, what were you, what would you be grateful for today? Like, what, what would you be writing down? What would I be writing down today? Well, I'm very grateful for my friend Tara, who helped me out on Instagram this morning, sharing a swipe up link for something. And uh, she had traveled quite a journey to um, to drop off some cakes and treats to me, which was, I thought, very thoughtful. I'm grateful for a beautiful sunny day because I'll be able to get in for my dip at seven o'clock this evening again. And I'm grateful that I opened my eyes this morning because so many people are struggling. And so many people just may not see the day out, you know. There's yeah. so much sickness in the world and so many people are struggling. So I'm grateful to have my health. 
that reminds me of um, a Shakespeare quote you, you recently shared. Which one was that, I wonder? Um, I share so many. Something. Shakespeare had no runners on and he was, or he had no shoes and he was very yes. sad. Yes. But then, obviously, he's seen a man with no legs and all of a sudden his perception changed. It's just to understand that a lot of people are going through that and it's to support each other. Everyone has a story. Nobody escapes this life without something. You just don't. I don't think I always say that nobody will escape without walking a step in pain. And it's just how we deal with it, I suppose, is what sets us apart. You know, the circle, and I talk all the time about finding the right people, I suppose, um, to support you and just to make sure everybody in your boat is rowing and not drilling holes when you're not looking. That's uh, that's the other thing, you know. Be, just be careful. Yeah, I love that. I love that boat analogy. You mentioned measuring success, what truly matters um, recently on one of your posts. I love that because yes. a lot of people think success is money and job and status. What, what success look like to you and what advice do you give to your children about that? Success, I think, is it to me, is how you treat people. It's how you leave this world a better place, maybe. Um, how you leave company if you're with somebody and how you leave making them feel maybe a little bit better about themselves. How you treat people, how to be kind. It's not about your bank balance. It's not about the size of your car, the size of your house. It's how you are as a person that sets you apart. And um, success for me is having health, having good family around me and um, having my beautiful tribe of swimmers that share the water with me every day. I feel very privileged to um, have found it snobby sauce and have this beautiful community with me every day. And what advice would you give to your children? Would that be the advice? All the time. I keep telling them, be kind always, no matter what. Treat people with kindness. I totally agree. If you might be like me or big six foot three guy, fit and healthy and look like everything has gone grand, but there might be massive inner turmoil going on and you just don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on with anyone. With regards to your children and your family dynamic now, I know you every day you'll miss your husband. How how do you deal with that? Um, yeah, it's difficult. There are some days, I suppose, that are harder than others. Um, my children are 12 and 16 now. And my 16-year-old has had a very difficult time because he has never come to terms with what happened to his dad. and. Um, Life has been very difficult for him, unfortunately. But look, I suppose I just have to support him, be there for him and remind him every day how loved he is. I think um, love conquers all. If you keep reminding them how loved they are, they'll eventually, they'll turn that corner and they'll realise it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, that's because uh, you know my story I lost my dad at the start of the year through suicide and I didn't know that I'm so sorry uh, this yeah. year yeah in January and oh I'm so sorry yes yeah, you know exactly how, I, how I'm feeling I'm sure and my heart is split in half but every day I process that but I'm also very grateful to have had a great dad and 
I honestly look at it with gratitude as well. I look at it different ways and people probably think, oh, he should be looking at it this way or that way. But I'm really sad and I cry. But um, I'm very, very grateful as well to have such great memories and to have a dad for 33 years. And people think that's, whoa, that's grand. But like, like your son, he only had a dad for nine years. And it just that's puts all. it in perspective. Very difficult. And was your dad sick? Do you mind me asking? No, no, no. Nothing? No, just let his, let his thoughts overwhelm him. And, yeah. you know, didn't talk. And they build up. If you, if you, you keep them bubbled in, like they'll just build up, build up, build up. And one day you'll turn around and you're, they'll overwhelm you and just take over. And you can't see any way out. That's the problem, isn't yeah. it? You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, I'm I'm very like what you're talking about. I'm very grateful. I have a great support network as well. And I think that's really important. And I do the sea and the lakes. I exercise is really important and meditation for me. So I have a few pillars. Man. I have connection um, with myself on a daily basis through meditation and with, with a friend or family. Then I have my meditation, my exercise, and then obviously some form of eating well. And everyone's different, I think. And whatever works, then keep doing it over and over again if it works. You tried the gym and it didn't work for you, but to see... No, it it just wasn't for me. Yeah. And I think as well, I was just talking to my my sister today and I think there's some powerful, powerful healing in nature, full stop. Even a walk, they've shown a big study came out and they showed if you walk for 30 minutes in nature a day for six weeks, it's the equivalent of an antidepressant. Um, so any form of nature, it could be a hike, it could be forest walks, it could be just going for a walk down the road. Yeah, and even taking a friend with you or something, you know, sometimes that's nice. The company is nice. That's what was my next question was. It was you, you, what's coming out like all the time is connection is very important for you. Very important, yes. As I say, the... I suppose the world is full of people who, no matter what you do, will always simply not like you. But um, it's also filled with people who will love you fiercely. And these are your people. And you just, sometimes it takes a while, but you need to find your people. Stick with them. And that's your tribe. Yes. We look forward when restrictions lift to bringing you to Spanish Point for a little swim. Dougie will bring you down and you can get the speedos out. Excellent. And before I finish up, um, where will people find you? Uh, on Instagram. And um, the Instagram handle is at Snobby Sosta. Thank you very much um, for Thank this. Thank you so it's much. Very, I'm very grateful. This will go on my mini win today. Um, Thank you so much. It was, it was great to talk to someone um, who's overcome adversity and has taken ownership of their own health and not only just for you, but you're also contributing in such a great way. It's it's excellent to see. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome.